Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? On Sunday, the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500 will go green nearly three months after its regularly scheduled Memorial Day weekend spot on the sports calendar. COVID-19 delayed the race, and it will prevent fans from attending the greatest spectacle in racing made greater in 2020 as it's the first 500 run at the Speedway since Indianapolis Motor Speedway was acquired in January by the Penske Corporation. With 18 Indianapolis 500 wins and 16 IndyCar championships, Roger Penske knows what it takes to be successful at the racing capital of the world, returning with the defending race winner Simon Paginot, as well as Helio Castroneves, who will attempt to join A.J. Foyt, Allenser, and Rick Mears as the only drivers to win the race four times. The captain, as he's known in the industry, has steered the world's largest spectator sporting facility into a new era with enhancements from improved gates, signage, and restrooms to enhance video boards, connectivity, and concourse areas. While it's frustrating that the Penske era won't begin with fans at the Indy 500, Indianapolis Motor Speedway President Doug Bowles credits the captain for keeping fans in mind as he innovates across the facility that's into its second century. First thing he did when he came here was, how do we make the fan experience better? He never asked us um, or told us, here's how much money I want to invest or here's what I want to do. It was, what can we do? to make the fan experience better. And all of our conversations as we've been walking through um, the challenges, especially this summer, going from a full house to 50% to 25, and then ultimately to no fans, uh, there wasn't a conversation about um, what's this do financially for us? It's always been, how do we do this race in a responsible way that's, that's fair for our community and good for our fans. Penske's first Indy 500 as an owner will be NBC's second as a broadcaster, with nearly 50 live hours from Speedway, Indiana. After televising practice and qualifying last weekend, the network will cover Carburation Day on Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern on NBCSN and NBC Sports Gold. It's the final practice before the main event. NBC will be back home again in Indiana on Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern with the Indianapolis 500 pre-race leading into the Indianapolis 500 at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Returning for his second Indy 500 will be Mike Tirico, the host of NBC's Olympics primetime coverage, Football Night in America, and many other premier events. It'll be his second visit to the Brickyard this summer as he was part of the first-ever IndyCar NASCAR crossover weekend in July. His analyst partner from last year will be back as Danica Patrick, the first woman to lead the Indy 500, will return to add to the memories she's had in 15 years of competition at the track. You'll see the two across numerous NBC Universal programs and platforms leading up to the race, and they'll first appear together at the track during Friday's practice coverage. The Indy 500 is the Indy 500, and it's going to be a piece of history. And there's never been a 500 like this ever. So uh, I'm looking forward for uh, the opportunity for all of us to document that story, this little bit of history in this piece of Americana, and uh, share it with the fans at home. Without fans, Patrick notes the focus of the broadcast will sharpen on the competition. It'll be our job to really engage the viewers so they're prepared for the race and they're not distracted 
um, by the fact that, that it looks different. They're invested in the race itself and how it feels and what's going on and being on the lookout for certain things during it. Um, so I think that we have the opportunity to, to still deliver just as good, if not better, of a broadcast just because the emphasis would be so focused on helping um really, really elevate some of those storylines and, and, and educate the viewers. So I'm excited about that. In the booth, Lee Diffie will bring the action with play-by-play alongside analysts Townsend Bell and Paul Tracy. Pit reporters Marty Snyder, Kelly Stavist, and Kevin Lee will patrol Gasoline Alley for stories. It is weird, just plain and simple. It is odd not having the fans there. Um, you know, you can have you can have a meal, uh, but it doesn't taste as good with the accoutrement, you know. And so it's kind of like that this weekend. We're going to have a race, and, and it'll be great, but it won't be as good. But I have to say from our broadcast position, when Paul and Townsend, myself and Marty and Kevin and Kelly, we're all in the mode, it, it, it doesn't feel any different because what we were treated to last week with that incredible qualifying and uh, both days, Saturday and Sunday, um, there was, you know, Danica speaks about energy. There was enormous energy because there was a tremendous storyline and storylines, plural. Bell, who will call the race in the Pagoda with Diffie, says the entire industry got behind Marco Andretti after winning his famous family's first Indy 500 pole in 33 years. Seemingly all of the IndyCar drivers come and congratulate Marco Andretti on, on his historic pole position, probably the biggest moment of his career. Um, and I think that was uh, uh, even more than an Andretti congratulations. That was a that was a moment to recognize Marco individually, um, and I, I felt like he stepped out of the shadow in, in a big way in very difficult qualifying conditions, beating you know the best in the business, Scott Dixon, for pole position. Tracy, who will be in turn two, compares the historic pole to another famous motorsports moment and how everything is right in the world with an Andretti leading the Indy 500 field to green. There's moments in sports where things get corrected, like Dale Earnhardt Sr. winning the Daytona 500. So for the Andrettis to qualify uh, one of their own on pole, it's like bringing the world back onto, onto the right axis. We're, we're in a strange time right now, and things just seem off. But with what happened on Sunday, it just seemed to correct things. Patrick, who was a teammate of Marco's and drove for Michael, says Indy brings out the best in the youngest Andretti. I'm super happy for Marco. Yeah, I mean, he he has had his ups and downs, but there's one place that he's generally been up, and I know he had a struggle last year, but um, it's that, that's at Indy. Um, there's barely a year that goes by that he doesn't... Um, he isn't in the mix. He isn't fast at at least some points during the, the month um, and uh, or the shortened abbreviated month or the month that's not May anymore. Um, so he, he always does really well. And so I, I just think that the, what that, that shows is that, um, you know, his confidence at the Speedway um, kind of transcends a little bit the car and what happens. And um, that's hard. That's hard. It's hard to be confident all the time, but I think it really comes through for him at Indy. Um, and he does have a little something special. And, you know, maybe the maybe the Andretti, maybe the Andretti main sort of transitions into good luck with him. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe we look at it different after after this year. Who knows? It's obviously going going well for him so far. Executive producer Sam Flood says that unlike NBC's NASCAR coverage, which is produced with a booth out of Charlotte Motor Speedway, 
His crew and announcers are taking advantage of infrastructure to be entirely in Indy. Everything's on site. Um, we're really focused on executing out of the building. Remember, it's the, the uh, home facility for the uh, IMS productions. So it makes it very simple to execute out of that facility. Um, some edit work is happening from people's homes, uh, but the majority of the content will be generated from there. <clears throat> the big difference is everyone is usually in a packed compound with hundreds of people eating under a tent together. Now everyone's taking their box lunch and going in their separate ways. And it's a real separation of people following all the rules. Uh, and that's the biggest change. While the month of May traditionally is the biggest month of the year for motorsports, the networks of NBC are making a case for August as that month this year, with over 100 hours of programming from last weekend through the end of the month. In addition to this weekend's Indy 500, the NASCAR Cup and Xfinity Series will run double headers at Dover International Speedway on NBCSN, with the Cup Series races airing on Saturday and Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. The weekend's wall-to-wall coverage on NBCSN will include the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Washougal on Saturday night at 12.30 a.m. Eastern, MotoGP Styrian Grand Prix on Sunday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern, and the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship from Virginia International Raceway on Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Next weekend, the NASCAR Cup Series regular season will end at Daytona International Speedway on Saturday, August 29th in prime time on NBC at 7 p.m. Eastern. The NTT IndyCar Series will run a doubleheader from the Worldwide Technology Raceway outside of St. Louis on Saturday and Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on NBCSN. Motorcycles will be in prime time both days on NBCSN. On Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Ironman National. And on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, World SBK Aragon. Following that slate of motorsports madness to close out the dog days of August, Flood says Tarico has quite a stretch in front of him, starting at Indy. We know the time is different when Mike Tarico is getting ready for a combination of events that throws first with the Indy 500. Soon thereafter, he's got the Kentucky Derby on that traditional first Saturday in September, followed by the NFL kickoff, followed by the Sunday night football season and the U.S. Open. As the eyes and ears of a fanless 500, Tarico hopes that he and Patrick can enjoy some adult refreshments in the hot Indiana sun. Since Sam said that, you know, like, who would you rather sit down and have a beer with than all of us? I, I think we should be able to open a cold one on the set. If it's going to be a hot afternoon, let's just you know, take off our tie, open a cold one, and enjoy the race. So I'm looking forward to doing that at some point now that the boss has given me permission. Guys, I have a lot of rosé, a lot, a lot of rosé. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. We're also available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeart, and Radio.com. Find us at Believe.com, that's B-L-E-A-V.com, and on social, at Believe Podcasts. I'm on Twitter, at Hotem. H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. Stay tuned and stay safe.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.